You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey everybody, it's Adam, live and in person for you. Hey everybody, it's Adam, wonder who he'll interview. Hey everyone, it's Call Me Adam, and on this episode of Bearing It All with Call Me Adam, we are speaking with one of Australia's greatest musical successes, pop vocal group, Human Nature. Hi guys. Good How are you? Good. Really good. Um, you guys have sold more than 2.5 million albums, you've earned 27 platinum awards, and you have had 18 top 40 hits and 5 top 10 worldwide hits, which is amazing. Amazing. <laughs> and now you're celebrating 10 years headlining Las Vegas with your brand new show, uh, Human Nature Sings Motown and More, which just got extended at the Venetian through 2022. Yes. So my first question uh, I'm going to open up is, when did you decide to do the Motown show? Who wants to start first? This is Toby. And well, actually, Motown was the thing that first brought us to Vegas. Uh, we started our, our Motown show at the Imperial Palace, which is no longer there, in 2009. And then uh, we actually moved a new version of the Motown show to the Venetian when we shifted there in 2013. Um, and then we switched to, we changed the show completely to the jukebox show. But, uh, you know, now this year, celebrating 10 years there, and um, it's our 30th anniversary together as a group as well. And and we, we just wanted to change the show up, and we thought it would be a great idea to yeah, bring some of those, those Motown classics back in, because people just love them, and we love performing them as well. So, so now we have this, you know, really great hybrid show that, um, you know, has pulled some of the greatest songs from, you know, a much broader period than, than just Motown, but, you know, um, it has the classics that people love. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's feeling really good. We've uh, got some uh, great new songs like Just My Imagination and uh, Baby I Need Your Love and Stop In The Name Of Love back in there. It's great. Oh, that's awesome. What are you looking forward to or what have you enjoyed so far about performing this show? And this is Andrew. Uh, for us, going back to Motown has been a really great kind of refresh on how much people love the music. So uh, every night... Uh, one of my favorite songs we do is Stop in the Name of Love. And we have the we actually get the audience to sit up and get up. They're already sitting, so we get them to stand up and, and actually do some Motown moves with us. But I, I really look forward every night to that moment because I can kind of know what's about to happen and just the smiles on people's faces. And literally every night, people, they get up out of their seats and they dance with us. So it's, I, I really look forward to that. That's amazing. Anyone else? Uh, yeah, it's just I think it's just seeing the audience reaction, like Andrew was saying, to, to these songs and and people just you know you know brings back memories for people as well. And also there's you know it's, there's kids out there are hearing these songs for the first time, which is really cool to see that they just you know that they've still got so much. Um, there's something about those those incredible songs that te- speaks to any generation of people. That's true, and guess and you get to be the ones to introduce them for the first time. Some some of the kids out there, yeah. Well, I guess you say what can make me feel this way, my girl, my girl, my girl. Oh, my girl, my girl. I'm talking about my girl. 
my God, that was amazing. And that is just a sampling of what you're going to get at their Vegas show. So I know everybody listening is definitely going to get tickets. You, you guys did mention at the beginning, this is your 30th anniversary of being together as a band. So let's just take the listeners back for a moment. You met in high school uh, and you formed your band then. So what has been like one of your favorite memories of performing together or do you have any like fun stories that happened while you were growing up first starting out? Uh, this is Phil. Um, one thing that we used to do a lot was uh, when we first started, we actually went in talent quests around Sydney. There was different clubs in Sydney would put on talent quests and, and we entered, I think we entered about nine or ten of them and, uh, you know, not blowing our own trumpet here, but we actually won all of them, which was um, a good sign that we had something pretty special, I guess. So um, that's always a good memory thinking back that, um, that we used to go in the talent quests and, and win them. <laughs> that's amazing that's amazing and i think you're right it did forecast a lot about your future yeah well i think that's that was yeah it, re- it really did it made, it made us sort of sit back and go wow okay maybe we've got something here we keep winning maybe we should sort of try and make this into a bit of a career yeah and 30 years later here you are 10 years in las vegas i mean it's incredible this is toby one aspect of our of our how we are perceived by people because we are we're pretty squeaky clean but there was a dark side to us back in the day uh before we were recording us we the four of us went to pizza hut one night and this is a admission that we have to make that don't. <laughs> and we decided i think it might have been an it's all lies an all all you can eat i don't know how much it was $5 probably probably five dollars each $5. and uh we decided that we were going to do a runner and so wait what's a runner i run like Run out, out without oh. without paying. Oh my god! Yeah. So we were, shocked, we were we were yeah, we were really young, um, rebellious obviously, and I got uh, the the, the short juice, straw, and to to stay last. And so all I remember was like running out of there and seeing Andrew was had his car there, and the other three guys, other two guys were in it with the door open for me to just like jump in and drive off. So sorry, Pizza Hut. <laughs> hope you survive (laughs) what has been the best part about performing together i mean as friends for so long and are there any quarrels you'd like to bring up or apologize for are you going to mediate i'll mediate yeah Yeah. Yeah. all right here comes the dirty laundry we we do have the main things we kind of argue about it i guess it's creative things you know it's when we're working on a new show or putting new things into a show It, it, it comes down to probably more yeah kind of creative ideas then we're arguments over that but we've never had any really kind of serious kind of oh well we should just call all call it quits kind of arguments so we, we tend to um yeah deal with things quite quite amicably between all four of us where none of us are particularly hot-headed and kind of storm out of places at all so yeah so we get on we get on pretty well that's good and you always draw straws to decide who, <laughs> who about that is about The new 2023 Ford Escape is the perfect getaway car. Featuring an available 13.1-inch center stack screen, 360-degree camera, and Bang & Olufsen sound system and spatial flexibility for extra legroom. The new 2023 Ford Escape. Learn more at Ford.com. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. Priceline presents, go to your happy price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. 
When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. One person who has, who has helped you a lot here in the States is Smokey Robinson. So how did you guys first meet him? And... After you met him, how long after did he did you really start working with him? This is Toby. We first met Smokey when we recorded our third Motown record in Australia, so that was in about 2007. Um, he'd heard the first two records and, and and really enjoyed them. But we asked we when we recorded the third album, we thought, well, how, how are we going to make this a little different? So we wanted to record duets with some of the original Motown stars, and Smokey was the first name we thought of. He just you know he is Motown. Yeah. Um, so he agreed to do that, and then we flew to LA when he was recording his parts and surprised him in the studio. And the day before, we'd actually arranged an acapella version of Ooh Baby Baby. Mm. And so we sang that for him, and he just sort of fell in love with us right there on the spot. And um, and then through that, he actually told us, whatever help I can give your career, I will. And so when we came, to, when our producer in Vegas was looking for a showroom for us, we asked Smokey if he would put his name to the show, mm. and he said absolutely. So it was almost instantly after he'd said yes, I'll do that, that we got the Imperial Palace. Wow! So and even once we got to Vegas, people would say that to us. So, you know, we, I saw the poster and thought four white Australians singing Motown, that's crazy. <laughs> but then I saw that Smokey's name's on the poster, and he knows what he must know what he's talking about. So, yeah. so he really gave us a real air of credibility when we first came to Vegas by having his name there. So. We've been so lucky to know him for since we started in Vegas and to be able to call him a friend and it's he's just an amazing humble guy. It's it's really great. That's incredible. And what have you learned from him, from working with him? Has he taught you anything? One of the big things I think Smokey's taught us is just being so humble. You know, his his humility, I suppose, and just treating people with, you know, just respect and you know, he's a absolute icon and a legend in this in this country and it's just you know just to see someone who who can still be and treat he's not doesn't have an inch of of diviness about him you know what i mean like he he just treats people around him just everyone's the same and he's, he's just got a yeah and i think that's something that we've kind of respect in seeing in him and you know what we try and do with the people that surround us as well just you know we try and create a, a real family environment i guess with everyone that works with us and and um, I think he does the same. One of the songs, well, in addition to My Girl, but one of the songs you are singing during this show is Just My Imagination. What is something that you still imagine for yourselves with your career or with your life? Um, this is Andrew. I'm a dad to a very young girl, uh, two and a half. And so you hear people saying, oh, it goes so quickly, it goes so quickly. So, But I, I imagine that um, in many years, talking to her as a teenager or as a early 20s and just kind of, uh, it's kind of cool to imagine having that relationship with, someone that I love so much and so dear to me. So, um, you see, uh, yeah, I'm just kind of imagining myself being a very proud and, uh, and loving dad. So there you go. 
This is Toby. You know, having grown up in Australia and knowing what Australia is like, and, you know, we, I miss it, and but we get to go back and do our shows and things. But I, I would love my kids at some point to, and they've been back a number of times, but I imagine at some point that they will... I imagine that I hope that they will get the chance to um, uh, experience Australia, like growing, like living in Australia at some point. Um, you know, it's probably it could be years off, but um, yeah, I think they'd love it, and uh, it's a it's a really unique place. Uh, this is Phil. I imagine myself sitting on a beach with a cold beer in my hand. How good is that? That's amazing. <laughs> it's a sim- it's a simple one, but that's okay. It It'll is. do. Yeah. I try to imagine if I could be an old man still doing what I'm doing, like being on stage and singing and performing, or if there's a point where, yeah, it's like... Like Wayne Newton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe parts of me won't be as old, so there'll be some new parts, but... Um, uh... yeah, Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett's classic. Yeah, Tony yeah. Bennett. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah, definitely. Um, another song you guys are going to be doing is... Under the Boardwalk, is that still in the show? Yes, Okay, okay. So this is gonna, this is actually kind of going back to a little bit of the darker side. Um, what's the naughtiest thing you've ever done under the boardwalk? <laughs> I've never actually been under a boardwalk, so. I'm, okay. No, there are. We don't have boardwalks in Australia. Oh, Not really. Oh, no. okay. All right. They're a very American thing. Yeah. This is Toby. Um, I do have a boardwalk story though. Okay. Um, on one trip to Atlantic City, we've been there a number of times, and my husband and I don't know if I had the kids at that if we had the kids at that time, but oh, we must have because he that's right he was googling the the best things to do in Atlantic City, and the number one thing that came back was to go and check out the cats that live under the boardwalk. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> there you go, Atlantic City, great place to visit. And see cats. And, see cats. Yeah. and that's not the musical. That's literally feral cats. I was actually imagining that in my head as you said it. I was thinking, imagine if you went under the boardwalk and there was like a full production of cats going on. Maybe it's just all the old cast members of cats. That's where they congregate and just continue like performing it. Mr. Mistopheles. That's an amazing story. I love it. I love it. But we are getting near to the end of the interview, unfortunately. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, if you want to do another acapella song, I'm always, always up to hear you guys sing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I always end my interviews uh, with playing with the title of my podcast called Bury It All with Call Me Adam. So if you were to bear it all, what is something that you would reveal about yourselves that you have not talked about in a previous interview? Um, this is Andrew. I wrote off two cars. <laughs> I probably have. Yeah, when I was younger. One was with Mike in the car, um, and the other one was just myself. Oh, another, another was a girl I was. Um, we used to carpool to university, so that was the second one. And they were they were older cars, so the damage probably wasn't that bad. But this is Toby. I don't remember doing it, but my mum and my sister swore that I did it. Apparently, when I was a, a little kid, I swung out cat by its tail <laughs> around my head and it landed on its feet it's, it's ridiculous that it's actually a cat story I realise that now but I don't remember doing it but apparently I did okay. I don't feel proud of that at all I love animals uh, this is Phil, uh, one that my mum reminded me of just recently because my son has just started kindergarten and he's getting a bit teary sometimes in the mornings 
doesn't want to go. Um, apparently, I cried every day for a month when I started kindergarten. Wow. I don't want to go to school. So, yeah, a month. It's pretty long. Yeah. Four weeks worth of crying every morning. That's no. a lot. I got there in the end, though, you know, eventually. And, and how long has it been that, he, that he's been crying? Oh, he's only just started. He's been there for one week. Oh, okay. So, okay. and like so two. So he still has three weeks to go. Yeah, <laughs> but it's only been two mornings that he's been teary. So already he's better than I was. Yeah. Well... I'm going to bear it all that um, I kind of am a bit ashamed that well, it was actually Andrew and my sister as well. We used to, um, we charged people in our neighbourhood to come and watch a terrible magic show that we put on <laughs> um, in our backyard. And so it kind of works out that I'm in Vegas now, but, um, you know, we used to do a magic show, but it was really pretty terrible. I don't know why. And we, so we charged. I don't remember it. Yeah. Well, even yeah. in Vegas, people still charge for <laughs> shitty magic shows. So, you know. But they literally they had to pay to come to our it backyard. Could be the original shitty magic show. <laughs> <laughs> the worst magic tricks you've ever seen. Uh, that, I reckon people probably can see that. Yeah. What What was one magic trick that you did that was you you consider so bad? I don't know. Well, I was like the young the youngest of the three of us, so. Uh, they probably put me in a box or something and threw me in the I air. tried to make it disappear. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, thank you all for your time today. And you you're welcome. You're welcome. Good. I'm glad I had a, I had a blast. And everybody listening, don't forget, get your tickets to Human Nature's Vegas show, uh, Human Nature Sings Motown and More. And I think we're going to change the title now. Human nature sings Motown magic and more. Put some magic in and cats. Awesome. I'll have the ticket link up on Call Me Adam. So go to callmeadam.com and uh, get your tickets. He'll get the dirt and the scoop and the story for he happens to be in the know. Just ask anybody who's had him at all for the business of show. Callmeadam.com. Thanks for listening. For more Call Me Adam interviews, visit callmeadam.com and follow me on Twitter. Instagram and Facebook at Call Me Adam NYC.